We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now, everybody, we got a very, very, very special guest in the building on Zoom, though, because we're still doing our social distancing here. We got a guy, man, when you say started from the bottom, now you're here. (laughs) We are talking about a guy where I went to his studio <laughs> and we were just talking about this before we came on the on the uh, air, you know. And I'm I'm all about uplifting my brothers and my sisters out here. But when I saw this guy working out, I was like, Nah, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> but the first day that I went to the studio, I was like, I didn't sign up to be a professional athlete because the first person I saw was Willie Colley Stein. First time I stepped up in there. But as I, you know, went through this year-long journey of trying to get my shit together, you know, I saw him with kids. I saw him with professional athletes. I I, I saw him with a couple dancers. We all know what I'm talking about here, people. If you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about right now, we're talking about Lim from Game man, Fit in the building. What man, up, Lim? Oh, hey, you man, know, I'm you know good, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on, man. You know, it's, it's good, man. I'm glad you're doing good, man. I, I like what you're doing. So, man, it's, uh, you know, anytime you need me on, man, I'm I'm there. So it's good. Hey, I'm going to hold you to that because, yeah, you good, know, man. like you. you... Know we, we, we made it work. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I know we tried, you know, a few times to get together. I remember one time you were busy. The other time I had some personal shit going on. So I just really thank you you know, for taking this time out. Cause I know you're a super busy dude. Um, you oh, got a yeah. lot of shit going on, but you know, let's get, let's get right into it. You know, oh, um, I, I know you're not from SAC. So where are you from, Lim? Man, I'm originally from San Jose. So okay. I, I grew up in San Jose. Um, been in a lot of different States, man. Grew up. My mom was in the military. Parents was in the military. Mm-hmm. Play, you know, play sports. So I was always traveling as I got into my older years and college and things of that nature. But, but uh, SAC, SAC is home now, so it's good. Yeah, so kind of tell me about that journey. You know, San Jose, you know, um, you, you, you're with your mom. She traveling around yep. uh, base to yep. base. You know, you're yep. ar- you Army brat or just a military yeah. brat? Yeah, I, I would say uh, 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 Army brat, military brat. Man, yeah, I grew up in San Jose. I was born in Los Angeles. Uh, you got that young, swag. You, know. you got the L.A. swag uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was born in L.A., man. Then when I was like about four or five years old, man, we uh, my parents my parents uh, moved to um, Pennsylvania. So I was in Pennsylvania for a couple years there. And then after we was in Pennsylvania, probably about seven years old, we moved out to, to San Jose and from seven years old. I, I was in San Jose and bounced back to Denver, Colorado with my pops. And I was there for a little bit. And I said, nah, I got to get, we got to get back with my moms in San Jose. So from about eight years old, all the way shoot through my older years out of high school, right before going to college, we, uh, I was in San Jose. So been in a little bit of different States, Texas here, a few months. Um, so we travel a little bit, man, but, and then, you know, we finally we finally got back on the West Coast, so to speak. And then 
uh, lived in San Jose, went to college at Washington State, mm-hmm. and then transferred from Washington State, finished up at Florida A&M in Tallahassee. So mm. I've been a little bit everywhere. Was in Alabama playing arena football. Was All in right. Washington back in Washington State. Was in Arizona playing arena football. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then played in Stockton, and then finally came back here. And, and now I'm in Sacramento, man. Dude, all right. So yeah, I it, know. was it just football or did you, were you playing, you know, football, basketball, baseball, the three majors, or were yeah, you dabbling you know, in other shit? Cause you know, nah, at your studio, it, it's, it's for everybody, you know, like, so man, it's for everybody, you know, game, yeah. for, man, game for everybody. You don't even need to be an athlete. We just want you to train like an athlete. So, but no, growing up, growing up in high school, I played all sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Old Grove in San Jose. Okay. My first my freshman year, I went to a school called Wilcox in Santa Clara, but then I transferred uh, to a school called Old Grove in San Jose, in East San Jose, and then played baseball, basketball, football. Um, and then going into my junior year, I just decided to play. They said, hey, you can get a, you can get a full-ride scholarship if you take this, this football thing serious. So mm. just say, hey, I got to put everything and put my focus into football. So I started playing football. And, I uh, was fortunate enough to, you know, for it to happen and uh, went to Washington State out of, out of high school and, uh, you know, was was there for a little bit, didn't like it too much, and then and then transferred out to Florida A&M. Washington State was a little different, but to be honest with you, man, I shouldn't have went to Washington State. I was kind of big-headed. I, was, I wasn't as smart. I wasn't as smart as wise. You know, I wasn't making them good decisions like I like I make now yep. as far as what, <laughs> what my future holds, so. You know, I just went there and, and, but, you know, fortunately, you know, some good things happened for me and, mm-hmm. you know, I had some bad things happen because I made some not so good decisions, some of my choices, but it all worked out for me, man. So yeah, for sure. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been through the grind, but, uh, but I, but I'm, I'm still standing. So I learned a lot along the way. Yeah, and that's that's what I really like about you, Lim, because, you know, we, you know, we never really had, you know, sit down hour conversations, but we had some quick five hitter, you know, five minutes, but you know, we got a lot of shit in when we got, you know, one-on-one and you know, like, so when you're, when you're your junior year high school, like what position were you playing? You know, quarterback. quarterback, Okay. I played quarterback. Yeah. I played quarterback. I was a lot, sure. I was a lot thicker than I am now. Mm -hmm. Shoot. (laughs) In high school, I was, 210 pounds. Oh, wow. You know, shoot, I'm, I'm 175 soaking wet probably right now. But, okay. But, uh, yeah, quarterback was what I played, man. I, I love, you know, I love the game. I love what, you know, I love the leadership role when it came to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, all those all those skills I learned with as far as, you know, being a leader and things like that, I learned from sports. So, yeah. you know, I try to apply them every day and, and what I what I come when I come across people and, you know, making sure they stay motivated and energized and stuff like that. I learned all that stuff through sports, man. So, um, you know, and the struggle and fighting through the struggle and persevering and all that, man, all that came from sports. So, you know, and I, and I try to put that on a day-to-day basis when I'm, when I'm, when I'm working with people, um, you know, in the, in the business field, so to speak. Yeah. And you know, like what, what are some of these struggles that you, you've been mentioning because I, I know, you know, um, you know, just as a black man, it's a fucking struggle every goddamn yeah. day. So, yeah, you know, you like, know what what, because I mean, you're in Washington State, and I don't know, yeah. you know, like, if my listeners know, Washington <laughs> State is... is That's Pullman, Washington. Yeah. Man, that's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. Now, that's in the middle of nowhere. No, yep. it's, um, 
you know, struggles would be just as, you know, when we're, when we're talking from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. um, struggling would be obviously, you know, you got to, all, all the pressure is on you to make it work, yeah. you know? So, and I'm not just talking about paying the bills and, and things like that, but it's just about making it work, making it, making something, a product that's consistent yes. that people believe in. Yes. Um, and, and, and just being able to do that consistently. I mm-hmm. think that's, that was one of the biggest struggles for me initially. You know, I was, I felt like I was always good with people and growing up, but you know, I, I wasn't a business dude. Yeah. You know, I was a, I was a people person. I loved interacting with people and, and, um, you know, being, being good in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you, when you, when you're, when you're dealing with a lot of people and you're, you know, you're putting your name and your brand on it, you know, you want to make sure it's something that's, um, that people really trust. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause that's how you're going to sustain it, yes. you know? And, and I had to learn that, you know, and, and be, be consistent. And then how to, how to teach people around you to be as passionate about, you know, what you're trying to do, man, because it's hard. You know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, no one, no one's gonna, no one's gonna grind for you like you gonna grind for yourself. So, yep. Uh, it was just one of those things. It's just, it's just trying to. Now, it's the same thing I do with my trainers. Now, mm-hmm. it's uh, the struggle is the struggle is developing. You know, developing people and making sure people understand. You know that they have to be just as consistent as you are to make it work, and to get their buy-in. Um, the challenging part also is is making sure your clients stay consistent mm-hmm. in and reaching their goals and and everything that they're set out to accomplish. You know, that's a lot of pressure on a on a person. You know what I mean? And people that's that's helping the business work. Yep. Because if that can't if that can't happen, none none of none of nothing's gonna be possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll have some success, and then it's just gonna it's just gonna fade away. Yeah. So I never I never wanted that to happen, and just constantly finding different ways to be creative and and make sure people believe in what you, what you, what you're doing. Yeah. And that's, you know, like, especially that's the key. Yeah. And that, that's kind of where we're, we're kind of parallel is where, you know, I had to go through that same shit, you know, being a chef and, you know, like I cook good food. Yeah, I know, but it's showing my cooks how to cook that food and make sure it's consistent because it's coming from me. So, you know, and I, and I even saw, you know, with, with you and Cole and you trying to school him and being like, Hey, you know, like these people got to pay this much because X, Y, and Z, you know, and it's up, it's up to them, you know, because people take advantage. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, especially if you're a little bit lax and you're like, you know, I'll oh, just pay me when, you know, like if you don't tell that person when you ain't going to get paid, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and on the other side of that, you know, you're trying to school these people like me with cooks. You're just like, Hey, these people aren't going to come back unless it tastes this way. I, Absolutely. I, I sell a $12 chicken sandwich. If that shit ain't the best fucking chicken sandwich, I ain't going to get nobody coming back. And Absolutely. you're it's saying that just, you know, like with your trainers and, you know, and 100%. I like, and I like how you said your clients too, because yep. especially something that you're in, you know, like you have a goal, you guys sit down, you guys go over the plan. You're like, Hey, what do you want to do? Yeah. Oh, I want to work on my ass, my ass, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, so you got to come three days a week for an hour. And then outside you got to eat this, that, and the other, Absolutely. but then they get pissed off at you because they ain't doing that, this, that, and the other. 
You know, so one hundred percent, no man. So, so tell me a little bit I, about that 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 part of it because you know we we all know how good you are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I think that's uh, you know, see, so that's that's expectation setting. I mean, you're gonna have, you know, that's that's goal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I think, I think anytime you're dealing with people, man, it's it's it's, it's very interesting. I think it's all about setting that clear expectation from the start. And, and some are going to believe in it. Some, some are not. Some are going to stay consistent with it. And normally when a person can stay consistent with it, they're going to see a lot of results. Mm-hmm. So I try to constantly drive that with my clients and try to make sure my, my trainers are doing the same thing, man, because, you know, they're going to come to you with a lot of, you know, a lot of ideas on what a client wants to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But I strongly believe, man, it's up to, it's up to myself as well as my trainers to make sure they hold the client accountable to the goals that that client has set. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's not happening, man, that's on us, man. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm not with the client at home and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and they are going to eat and do what they want. But I really think if you drive it consistently, I think it's going to be, I think a client can be more successful than not. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's whether it's an athlete or a non-athlete, obviously an athlete, you know, they, they have to make sure that they're performing well. Mm-hmm. But I, I really believe is is if you get a client to do the same thing and you create that right expectation from the start, I think you're able to transform a, a, a client's mindset. And I think that's regardless of who it is. So a lot of that's on us, man. I mean, yeah. a client comes to us with expecting certain things. They don't know how they're going to get it, mm-hmm. but I know they're coming to you and they're paying me for a service mm-hmm. and they're paying our trainers for a service. Mm-hmm. And if we're not delivering that, um, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of on us as well. Okay. No, that's a great answer. Um, so game fit. I, 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 I don't think we ever talked about this, but I heard it started in your garage. I did, man. So I, I'm I'm going to take you through this story real quick. Cause I think it's, uh, I think it's very interesting because it was such a humbling experience for me to start game fit. So, mm-hmm. Out, my last year playing arena football was 2011 when Stockton had a team. Um, I was working with a company at the time. I was working for a company called BH Education. I worked in the education field in between playing arena football. Okay. You know, arena football, we practiced in the evening, um, played on the weekends. I worked in the education field, so I was a territory manager. So basically what my job was at the time, I was I was an enrollment manager, so I had a a, a few counselors that worked under me that mm-hmm. enrolled prospective students into different schools, whether it was a certificate program, a degree program, whether it was, it was more degree specific. So okay. medical assisting, nursing, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I worked for a company that had, that had a lot of different campuses that I would go to and help my prospective counselors recruit prospective students and show them how to enroll students and change their lives and put them in good, educational plan. So mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Well, 2011, I, I was, I was my boss, um, in the education field. I was having lunch with her one day. And at this time I was training a little bit in my garage, just doing it more as a hobby with mm-hmm. kids and some different clients. And I'll never forget. I'm sitting down with her at, at, at lunch and she was a dope boss, man, dope boss. And she was like, I was doing very well for the company. It was one of the top, you know, enrollment managers in the, in for the company. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there having having lunch with her in San Francisco one day because I had a campus that was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And she's like, man, I, re- I you really like this training stuff. Huh? I said, yeah, you know, I really enjoy it. She says, well, why don't you do it? And I'm like, 
my boss is telling me, why don't I do it? You know what I mean? I work for her. I work for her. I was like, I was like, you know what I mean? Like if I, if I do it, I can't do both and really attack training the way I need to, you know, cause me, if I, if I approach it and I attack it 100%, I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget. She was like, I think you need to do it. She goes, now nah, I love you working here, but if this isn't something that you see yourself doing forever and you, and you're really excited about, you know, training and, and changing lives in that aspect, I think you should do it. And I'll be honest with you, that kind of, that kind of, drove me because a person who is not going to benefit from me leaving is saying, Hey, if anybody can really start their business and be successful as a person that you're the person. Mm-hmm. And I never forget, I was driving home from San Francisco and I'm thinking like, dang, man, she really, she really feels I can do it. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, man, I put my notice in. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, and, and I told my wife, my wife was like, you know, she always knows I had these, these different ideas mm-hmm. about different stuff. And she was like, all right, all right. If you feel like you can make it work. And man, the next thing you know, I found a building off of Del Paso Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It was right you know, right there off the corner of Del Paso and Colfax. Mm-hmm. And I had never ran a business, ne- never like that. I've trained. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hey, I thought running a business was training. You know what I mean? Well, well, I got into, I got into a mode where it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. This was, this was different, man. It was it was, it was, I had to generate my own clients. I had to struggle. I had to work from four in the morning until nine o'clock at night. So when people say working from four to five or, or whatever it is now, man, I wasn't nothing. And now I have a plan in place. And uh, my first few years, man, I struggled, man. It was hard getting clients. It was hard getting consistent. It was, it was hard charging what I needed to charge, man. I was struggling, man. I had, mm-hmm. people don't know, man, my first car, man, I had for the first four or five years working that business, man, I had a Chrysler 300 sitting on a donut for two years. And I, they don't want to tell it. you that story because I, heard I was about so it. scared. Yeah. Man, I was, so, I was so scared to buy a tire, man, because every little dollar mattered. Yep. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so you know, them, them was those humbling stories where you, where you, where you, where you say, dang, it was, it was really like that. And it was like that. And I, I'll never forget those moments. And then, you know, to, to, to sum it up, I had a great mentor, Jamal Liggins, who's a, a top trainer in, in Los Angeles, trains Odell Beckham, trains a lot of the top pros. We was linked up. A guy from Nike had been following me for a while. He knew Jamal. He said, man, I got to link you with somebody. And, and Jamal, who's my mentor now, man, just was like, man, you provide a good service, man, but you seeming like you just, you just running like, like a chicken with your head cut off, so mm. to speak. Man, I'm a, I'm a get, I need you to get a piece of paper and pen. I need you to write some stuff down, man. That's gonna help you change your life. And yep. if you do it, and if you do it, good things are gonna happen. And I'm super coachable, man. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm an energetic guy, and I and I and I and I talk a lot, and I'm passionate about what I do. But I'm, you know, I'm super coachable. Yeah. And I, I listen, I listen well. You know what I mean? And and when I trust people, and I believe that they have my best interests and those around me, it's best interest. I'm a listen, right? And then mm-hmm. I seen him being successful. So I always want to know what people are doing to be successful and how they did it, you know, and that, that's always been interesting to me, regardless if it was business, sports or whatever. And then I applied it and the rest was kind of history, man. 2000 yeah. from 2012, 13, 14, 15, I struggled. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. I was running around in circles, man. You know what I mean? Clients were coming and going. Uh, people weren't paying me. You know what I mean? On time. I didn't have a structure and a system in place for that to really collect and understand that. And, uh, and then I I just started implementing things that he told me to do, man. And, 
And, you know, I'm a religious person and I think God just kind of flipped it. Mm-hmm. He finally, God said, God said, I'm going to use Jamal to speak to you through him. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, and just listen. And then it just, it just kind of started working. And then, and then I just became scared to fail, man. I became, I became scared to go backwards. Mm-hmm. So every day, every day I was just working and trying to be better. And I, I didn't trust people, man. I was, I didn't have a trainer until from 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, I was all by myself. So I was training everybody mm-hmm. just because I didn't trust like that. You know what I mean? And when yeah. it's yours, when it's yours, you there every day, you grinding every day. You feel like the only person you got is yourself. Yep. So, so after that, man, it was, it was just one of those things where it just started clicking. And then the consistency, I think people body into the consistency of what we were doing mm-hmm. and what I was doing. And then I just started getting the right people around me. And, uh, and then it kind of, it kind of took off, but I tell everybody, man, you know, we just getting started, man. This thing is always a, this thing is a constant, this thing is a constant grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, I think our, I think our best years are, 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 are ahead of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. And there's a lot of stuff that play is part in between and there's still, you know, some bumps and bruises, but I think we're at a system now, uh, a place now where, growth growth and developing people is all I care about. Good. And uh that's all I care about right now. And how can I how can I get my trainers better? Yeah. And how can I help how can I help grow them? How can I help them build their own brand within a brand? Mm-hmm. And um and uh how can I make sure that you know I deliver in a way to where uh, I inspire them to have invested interest in themselves and then in turn have invested in, interest in the brand. And uh and then we and then we all win. And one thing that, you know, I, I, I want to tell everybody that, that listens to this, you know, um, and I said this in the beginning, like you, everything that you said that you started off with, it all makes sense now, you know, working with the kids and, you know, the athletes, but with the people, you, you're doing this on a level that I've never even thought that could happen is have everybody under one roof, like, like you got professional athletes next to, you know, kids that want to be them one day next to, you know, the, the 40 year old black dude that works in the kitchen all day to next to, you know, like the housewife, you know, like, and it's all under one roof and you're actually doing what you started off to do. You didn't go like, Oh, uh, Willie Collie Stein's calling me. Fuck all y'all. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like even yeah. when they're even when the professional athletes are in there, you know, like you're not just focused on them. You're still going from client to client to client, which is really cool of you to do because you're taking time out, you know, like, hey, this guy's a professional athlete, but I want to spend time with you because this is where you want to go. Really admirable, yeah. Lim. Uh, I really. Well, I, what, I mean, our brand, yeah. our brand, our brand kind of was built like that. I yeah, mean, game fit. It ain't professional yeah. game. You know, like it's nothing. Nah. It's game fit. Nah. Yes, yeah, I wanted everybody to train. We and and all my athletes. I try to set that expectation with them. Is like, man, they were they were once that little kid. You know, what I mean, we don't we don't we don't grow up and start having success or whatever it may be, money in your pocket and all that, and then start changing the way you do things. Yeah, you might change the circle in which you're around because, you know, you just want to be smarter, right? But when you're talking about a business aspect, you don't you don't start getting 
people like Willie Colley, Terrence Mitchell, and all the, all the different pros, Shaq Thompson, all the pros that we got, and then try to change up the way you do your business strategies. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's what made your business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and my athletes know that. You know, our athletes get down down with the with the youngsters or normal clients, and you don't even everybody the same, man. Everybody the same. So it's like, man, we none of us have arrived like that, man. We're not. We're not. Uh, we can't. We can't act as if. We can't act as if there's something. There's still things we don't need. Meaning, people. You know yeah. what I mean. Being to be respectful and mm-hmm. and uh, to show love and all that stuff, man. It don't matter who you are. You already know how I get down when it comes to that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, man. I'm 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 still that dude, man. That was that was grinding in the garage. You know what I'm saying. So, um, I tell our athletes, our pro athletes, still be that kid, man. That was grinding in the, you know, on the cement. You know what I mean, hooping. You know, or that guy in the field in the mud, you know, all because you've arrived, man. Just be smarter, but you you don't got to change who you are. So, I mean, we kind of we kind of on that grind. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, we kind of on that grind. So, you know, we are not everybody giving autographs for free up in here. They're yeah. not charging none of our kids for no autograph. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, that's just that's just part of the that's just part of the get down. Yeah. Nah, every like it, it's crazy because everybody in there is like super professional. Like it's it's you know even the kids like I, I you know even from the youngest you know like that doesn't have you know like the balance and stuff. But as yep. I was in there, I just saw a progression of you know so many people, and I, I forget the gal's name. Uh, she was a runner, and she was always in there, and Raven. she was. Raven, yeah, and, Raven. you know, like, yes, and no, she sat down, like, I swear I was in there, I went, like, you know, I was in there for a month, and she was just sitting there, and she'll do some stretches and stuff like this, and, you know, I was always asking Cole, I was like, what, what the fuck is this, you know, like, why is she yeah. just come in here and sit, it's like, <laughs> no, she, you know, she's training to be, a, you know, Olympics, blah, 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 I'm like, man, but she's just sitting here, and her mom would come in every once in a while, yeah. you know, and then one day, she got up. And she ran like, and I swear she took like five steps and she was all the way at the other end of the goddamn yeah, place. Yeah, and I've never yeah. seen anything like that. And yeah, I, no. I can just imagine like, you know, a, a little kid sitting there and watching this happen. Like I felt like a kid and it was just, yeah. it was just the one time I saw her run, yeah. but I was like, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like she, like yeah. you said, she's a beast. You know? Yeah. No, she's a beast, man. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody that comes in there, man, has an expectation to just work and get Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got to put a plan in place for everybody. So once the plan is put in place, it's kind of like whether it's a client, I always say client or athletes because we don't just train athletes. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a client, a non-athlete, or athlete, um, everybody, once the expectation is clear, it's kind of like they know their own routine. So it's kind of like we're still leading the way, but they're now able to lead themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So – so they, their mindset has changed. Uh, so you can come in one way and then leave a, with a whole different mindset. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got a lot of kids and I know, um, you know, yep. especially my, my, uh, my boy, uh, Mike Cunningham, his, his boys yes. go there. Yes. Um, yes. little Mikey and, uh, Mikey. yeah, yeah, Mason. Yeah. yeah. Mason. And, you know, they're pushing them to be, professionals i know mike yeah. for a long time with the high school yeah. with them i know exactly what the fuck he's doing yeah, how, yeah. how do you approach that kid you know and little mikey knows this i've said it yeah. to his parents he's yeah. tiny he's a tiny, tiny. dude 
What yeah. do you put because but he's uh, a beast as well. Like yeah. he's a uh, beast. <laughs> you know, see, so it's it's it's, it's realistic expectations. Okay. It's um it's it's we talk about trusting the process and within trusting the process a lot of stuff that entails in that. Okay. And a lot of people have their own understanding about trusting the process. I tell you what, you know, it's it's and P, it sounds cliche, right? But there is a place for everyone who works hard. Now, is it is it the place that everybody's going? That might not be it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mikey, Mikey is small but big heart, yes. big grinder. Yes, you know, and he's and he's very and he's very talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, if he can stay super consistent with what he's doing and keep the right mindset, and, you know, it's early in it, it's early in his in his life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's gonna come in there. There's gonna be a lot of ups, a lot of downs. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of directions that a kid himself, like yourself, can take, right? Mm-hmm. But if he stays on the right track, gets put in the right positions, and uh, has the right people along the way to continue to help develop him, mm-hmm. I know, I know, we will as long as he's with us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be a spot now. Whether it be whether it's gonna be big Division One football, probably not. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be Division Two football? Who knows? It may it might be NAIA or or something where a guy still has an opportunity to play after high school mm-hmm. if he's successful in high school and does some great things on the field. You know, that's that's a that's a great that's a great plan for him. Yes. And uh if he's able to go on and do that, I will probably say that he has a successful career. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's some things that happen along the way and he continues to grow, um he has the right hungerness and he's a he's a dog. Yeah. So and you you never know. You never you never know uh, a school can take a shot on him. But I'll tell you right, he'll have the skill set. Yeah. He'll have the skill set to play at the level. Now we have the size and all the intangibles and things of that nature. You know, it's way too premature to talk. Mm-hmm. So I let when parents tell me that, even whether I'm close with them, those are kind of like how I set expectations for certain people. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, huge topic. Um diet versus working yep. out. What's yep. the breakdown? Uh well, well, let's. I think we need to ask mental mental focus in that too. <laughs> I think, I think, I think you're I talking think about me, is, aren't you? I, 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 I think, I think, I think, I think, I think mindset and mental outweigh. I think if you got that right, the diet and the working out gonna be the easy part. But but let's let's stay on, let's stay let's stay on your topic because this is your show, so we gonna stay on your topic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's. So when it comes to, I mean, you know, your diet, the way you eat, you know, the way you eat, man, is 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 bigger than the way you work out. I think they, I think uh, now I'm not saying that you you could just eat right and no, because there's things you're still you got to gain muscle, right, right. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be feeding your body with protein and, and not working out or or whatever it may be and think you're gonna have the look that you want. You might be the weight that you want, uh, but you might not have the look that you want. You might have no muscle definition. Who knows? You might eat properly right, and, and it looks like you're starving yourself. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of really, it's kind of, and it's it's more about being healthy, right? So we talk about we talk about um, the eating right. So mm-hmm. it's about putting good foods and proper foods into your body, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a big thing. And then it's about having a consistent workout plan. The workout plan doesn't have to be as intense as what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be walking multiple times throughout the week. It could be jogging, riding your bike. You know, so. I think everybody has a different plan in place on what they're trying to accomplish and what they're trying to look like. But so I would say, I, I don't really like to talk about percentages. People always throw about percentages and things like that and say, you know what? It's 90% of what you eat and it's 10% of how you work out. 
you know, I mean, I, I like to say, I like to always say it's, it's 50, 50 is, is, it's 50% about making sure that you eat the right things. And it's about the other 50 is about having a good workout routine um, in place. I'm talking about systems that you got to have in place. Yes. The percentage might be higher on the amount of food and things like that. But I think if you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have a good workout routine in mm-hmm. and I'm going to eat proper foods and things of that nature. I think I'm going to, I'm going to think I'm going to be pretty successful. Um, that's how I look at it. a lot of people always want to hop on a scale and, and do all these different things. I mean, I know I know people that hop on the scale and it's the exact weight that they want and more more unhealthy than anybody. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So so you know so so I like to I like to, I like to really say, man, it's uh it's mental. It's mm-hmm. it's a mental mindset. It's about having the right mindset mm-hmm. and uh, to have a good consistent workout plan and know what you need to eat and put the proper things. I'm not saying don't have fun and don't don't have times where you can't splurge and stuff like that. But just know when you do those things, you're gonna have to. You have to. You might have to work a little bit harder to get yeah. back on track. Mm-hmm. And um, and and if you have if you have that ability to do so, I think I think you can. I think you can enjoy, you know, all foods. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, and still come back and work out hard. I mean, I got I got guys that I got guys and girls that you know I, there's that I would like them to eat better than what they probably eat. But I mean, it's not like they're eating fast food and bad food every day. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they'll go out on the weekend and do some different stuff, but you know what? They got the mindset to come back on Monday or on that weekend. You know, they might, they might eat what they do all throughout the day. And I'm telling you right now, they still going to get their workout in the evening. Mm-hmm. They going to still going to get their lift in. Mm-hmm. They still going to get their run in. Mm-hmm. And you know, and they still going to, they, they know that the, the harder they got to, the hard, the, the more they ate, the harder they got to come work out. And stuff like that. So I think if you got the right mind, I think you can kind of live the kind of way you want to live within within reason. Obviously, I'm not saying go out and eat bad food and drink all day long and all that different stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But you get kind of what I'm the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. You know, you pick and choose your battles and, you know, like, um, you know, because it. It's not cheap at Game Fit either, you know. Like you, you paying like a good premium for a very yep. good workout, you know, top Absolutely. of the line equipment, you know, top of the line facility, you know, yep. um, like everything. Like people out there, athletes wouldn't be coming here if it was a shithole. Let me tell yeah, you that I'm much right 100%. now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, 100%. yeah, exactly. So you know, you ain't nor, fucking nor around out there. Nor should you. Nor should nor you. Should, exactly. Nor, nor should exactly. You. And I tell everybody. I tell everybody. Uh, game fit is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be. You got to have the right mindset, and you got to really be serious about outcomes and results. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I base everything that we do. I tell even my other trainers. So it's not just me. People say, "Well, I know it's you. I know what you." I tell all my trainers. You know if. If you're not del- if you're not delivering outcomes and results, mm-hmm. it, they shouldn't pay you. They shouldn't come here. You know what I mean? It's no, this, there's no. I, I don't. I don't want no no freebies. I don't want no give me's. It's not mm-hmm. no. It's not. It's not about short term victories, man. This is about. This is about long term success and long term consistent results. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, that's what I preach. That's what I speak. You know what I mean? That's why I'm so passionate about what I do, and. um, so, I mean, we got to, we got to deliver regardless of what's going on in our life. We got to deliver to the people. We got to bring it for them and, and they expect it and they should expect it. And, and, uh, I think that's, I think that's the way, I think that's the way, I think that's the way it should be done. Yeah. All I right. mean, like, 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 like your chicken sandwiches, right? I mean, no, you expect them chicken sandwiches to be right for that customer. Yes. And if them chicken sandwiches ain't right for the customer, 
It's no debate. They shouldn't pay for it. No. You know what I'm saying? No. It's a, that's a service. That's a service that you take a lot of pride in that. And that's why I tell everybody is, is it doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if it's chicken sandwiches. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's training. I don't care if it's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if you're not, if you're not serious about what you're trying to do, then man, let's not do it. Yeah. Let's not do it. Don't spend, don't, don't waste your time and money. And then don't wait, don't waste the people. Don't waste the people's time. Who's really, who's really serious about you reaching your goals. Yeah, and that's, you wasted everybody's time. That's you being an entrepreneur too, though, Lim. You know, like there's, there's a lot of people, you know, and I, I I watch Shark Tank every once in a while. And one thing that I always yep. take from Mark Cuban is yep. between a hobby and a business, you know, and yep. when you're, you know, had your other job doing your other shit, that was a hobby in hobby. your garage, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But, you know, yep. when you take that leap and you're over there on Colfax and Del Paso, that's yep. you starting the business. But yep. when you move over to expo- exposition, that's when you're straight up business. When you got yes. people coming in there, they're paying you for a service, you're delivering that service. And this is what yep. I tell people that DM me, text me, hey, how do you get to that next level? You got to let everything else go. Like you yeah, said, you, you go to your wife first and you say, yep. this is what I'm doing. I had to do the same thing to my wife. And I know that look of what your wife had on her face. You know, here we go. Here we go. You know, you've been talking about this shit, you know, like, but babe, like, no, really, I'm about to go do it. I'm about to go make this happen. Yeah. It might not be no money. So keep your day job. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's going to be a couple, it's going to be a few years struggling. Exactly what I went through. Oh, exactly. And until you do that, until you go to your significant other, your parent, whatever, and you say, Hey, I'm going to stop all the bullshit. I'm going straight. Yep. I'm going for my dream. This is what I want to do. You got to go do it. And that's when you, you become an entrepreneur because when you're over here dibbling and dabbling and all this other bullshit, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. work. And people ain't going to take you serious because they you nope. over here talking about, hey, I'll be right there. I'm coming from, yep. you know, San Francisco. Yep. I had this job. Yes. You know, they don't yes. want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear that. No, especially if they're paying you a premium, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, no, they could, they could care less. They could care less about that other gig you got. Yeah, you know, I'm paying they you X care. amount to be here at this time, and now I'm sitting here waiting in the goddamn driveway. I got, yeah. I got to take off. I got other shit yeah, to do. Not. I got the jack in the box yeah. that I just fucking passed yeah. on the way here. You know, <laughs> you I'm said feeling, you was gonna help. Yeah. you said you was gonna help me not eat exactly. no more. Exactly, exactly. So big ups yep. to you, Lim. Um, no, I appreciate it. I got a couple top fives for you. Want to do the top five? Yeah, man. Let's let's do it. All right. So top five. All right. I'm gonna say top five NFL quarterbacks of all time. Oh, let's do it, man. All right. Top five. What's what's Lim's top no, five hey, QBs? Hey, Dead or alive? Let's, let's 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 and no. My, this my this my list in no specific order. I okay. gotta I gotta say Tom. <laughs> I gotta say Tom. I gotta say Tom Brady. Okay, Tom, go. Tom Brady. He's still he's still playing. Mm-hmm. I gotta say my guy Brett Favre, man, the gunslinger. Just was a just just was just was a dog on the field. Just I saw was a, a dog doc on, on him too, man. And yeah. I never knew that was it. The Super Bowl. His dad died like the day before. Yep. 
Yeah, and he went out a, and did his thing. That was a that was a yeah, that was a play. That was a thing. That was a month. That was actually a Monday night. It's game a Monday against night the football game. That, yep, was, yep. that was a Monday night game against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, be sure did. Yeah, he he had a he had a guess when actually Jerry Rice was on the Raiders at that time. He had already been done with the Niners. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that game like it was yesterday. Yep. I like him just because you know he played he played with a different a different swagger a different a different game and then he was kind of he was one of the ones that kind of transcended the game about playing kind of lackadaisical a little bit not super not super proper technique you mm-hmm. know what I mean he played mm-hmm. he just played it he played his own way was very successful so yep. I gotta say Tom Brady Brett Favre obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna say Joe Montana because I think you know yeah eat them Super Bowls you know mm-hmm. it's all about it's about winning you know it's yep. about winning I think. Uh, and I think also I think he just made people around him better. Mm-hmm. Um, so you always gotta you always gotta go go with that flow. Um, and then I want to say Randall Cunningham as far as athlete. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think he was one of the one that kind of changed the game. You know, as as far as we really didn't see, we really especially when it comes from an African American standpoint, we really didn't really see um, someone that athletic uh, play the game and kind of change the dynamics of the position. Mm-hmm. Um, then I want to I want to say Warren Moon. Okay. Um, because I think Warren Moon did it in, in you know, he did it in the Canadian league as well as in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was he was just doing different things that that you know a lot of people just couldn't do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As far as the, as far as the passing yards, yeah, he played on a team that wasn't super successful and didn't go super deep in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was always consistent, and he he didn't have he didn't have a lot of good guys around him. No, you know, so so that's uh, I think that's always important. Um, and then I'll probably say the last one. I'll probably say, I'll probably say John Elway. Okay. Um, I think he was probably at his best in his later part of the. I think he was super consistent through his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know when when he wasn't when he wasn't able to win the when he wasn't able to win early, he came back and won a Super Bowl towards his later years. And I gotta throw that. I gotta throw just. I'm gonna just give you one more. And that that's his best paid Manny. Ooh, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Peyton Manning was. Uh, I, ju- I think he was just. I think he was a one that really set the tone. Where as far as kind of, I think he said, and you know, Tom Brady kind of came after as far as the understanding of the game and mm-hmm. being the coach on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Peyton Manning was the real first one who came out and was like the play caller. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was kind of like Peyton, what do you want to do? Yep. What play do you want to call? How do you want to set this system up? What mm-hmm. forms do you want to? What's it? You know what I mean? And I think he was the one that kind of changed the dynamic. And you see it to this day as far as how that quarterback mental uh, approach has changed. And I think he was the first one that did it kind of on that level. Yeah, there were some people before him, but where where I was understanding the game as much as I started to understand the game was everybody that came around him was just like, he was just different when it came into the, to the locker room and, and how he handled his approach and stuff like that. And, and then you know you can always you know you got you got your other you know you got your other greats, um, but those those are kind of those are kind of some of my top quarterbacks just because of what they brought to the game and the, the way they changed the game. I'm not talking just stats. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about transcending game, transcending the position, and just doing different things, doing different things with the ball. Yeah. I'll and tell Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. You know, Aaron Rodgers is up there at the top. You know what I mean? So I mean, I I could give you a long list. I really don't want to just say five, but and those those guys just did different things with the football in their hand. Yeah, 
I, I saw uh, John Elway over this summer. I was uh, doing an event in Lake Tahoe, the the celebrity yeah. golf tournament. Golf tournament, and, yeah. And John Elway was holding court like a motherfucker. Steve Young yeah. was over there. Yeah, Larry Steve Fitzgerald, Young. Alex yeah. Smith, you know, like, yeah. but all these. And John Elway just. You know, just giving them knowledge. Everybody yeah. just sitting there, yeah. you know, chicken sandwich in their hand, just holding it, yes. you know, just listening to them. And, ah, oh, I don't know what they was talking about, but yeah. everybody, nobody was interrupting them. Like, he was yeah. just sitting there just dropping dimes yeah, no, on them, probably. He's a true goat. He's a true goat. He is, man. He's a true goat. All right. Um, all right. So, we all know Lim and these abs. I need five ways to get them limb abs. And this, right, this, this is this is probably for me right here. So. All right, let's all go. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Now you gotta be you gotta be on a good a good a good meal plan. Okay. A good yeah, I mean there's 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 certain things that you just can't eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously you gotta eat a lot of lot of vegetables. Um mm-hmm. you can eat your carbs, a lot of everything pretty much has carbs in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just gotta watch your carb intake, cardio. Cardio, man. You know, cardio. I tell everybody, man, if you're scared of cardio, it's gonna be hard. Uh mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to uh it's gonna be hard to, it's only hard to get abs, right? Yep. And then uh and then consistency, like a consistent workout plan. It's not about it's not about just just doing these things. Uh, I mean, this stuff takes a long time. Mm-hmm. This thing takes a long time. Changing your workouts, mm-hmm. making sure you're uh make sure you're adding cardio with weights. Um, it doesn't need to be heavy weights, but there's days where you got to have your heavy days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you got to focus specifically in that area. You know okay. what I mean? A lot, you got to really, got to really focus on exactly what you're trying to do. Uh, constantly, consistently look and see where you got to continue to improve, whether it's the, whether it's your obliques, whether it's your lower abs, whatever it may be and, and be real with yourself and say, okay, I gotta, I gotta really focus. I gotta target that area. Mm-hmm. So targeting the area is, is very, very important. Okay. Very important. Um, and then doing routines that actually work, you know what I'm saying? Like proper form, proper technique. Um, and, and, and I think that's, I think that's probably the, the, the key fit thing is making sure I don't know if you're doing certain things, but you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That your form and your technique is good and you're really, and, and that's going to allow you to target the area, right? Because yep. if you're, you might be doing something, but if your form is not right, you're not going to really target the area you need to. And it's going to seem like you just, um, you know, you kind of just, just going through the motion, so to speak. But, and then you got to, you got to, you got to tie all those things together. Okay. And that is the hardest thing to do. It's hard. It's, and I say it's hard because it's hard for a committed person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard for a person who has a routine and is dialed in. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I get that. So your, your mental mindset and your mental focus, um, has to be all about consistency. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's not going to happen overnight for sure. Nah, it's not going to happen overnight. And you got to, you just got to, you got to understand that. Yeah. I think that's where people get off track is when they start thinking, uh, you know, oh, I've been doing this for a month and I'm still at the same yep. weight. But you got you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself as tone, you know, like yep. that's all progression. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you said, you know, it's not always about the scale. And, you it's know, the, with some of the reasons, you know, like cause I've, I've had personal trainers in there and that's like the first yep. thing they want to do. You know, they put you on the scale and then like every week that's deterring yep. somebody. Yeah. You know, if they got to turn you know, in. I tell everybody, yeah. I tell everybody, like, I, 
like I might get you on the scale early on. And I, you know, and as you, as you in this grind, you change the way you do things, right? I'm learning on the flow, right? I, mm-hmm. I learn as I go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm like, nah, I don't even, let, we, let's just, let's just, let's just focus on the work, man. Yeah. Let's focus on the work. And then when I want to get you on the scale, we're going to get on the scale, man. I'm not doing this every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this every day. You don't need to be doing it every day. Why don't we just focus on the results and the work? And when I tell you that you're looking better, you're looking better. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so, you don't, you don't mince words no, at all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. So if I say you're not looking good and you don't look like you, you're not, you're not, you're not looking like we, you've been working. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, you, you I'm telling told, you the truth. You told me a few times to get it. Get yeah, off my you, ass. Are, you you know it. So we not, we not, we not, we not because you know. And obviously, we're gonna do it in a way to where because right at the end of the day, it's all about the client. Mm-hmm. So if Cecil tells me he wants to lose twenty pounds, but Cecil and I see Cecil not doing the things that Cecil needs to do to lose twenty pounds, I have to hold Cecil accountable yep. to make it because that was Cecil's goal. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't my goal. That yep. was just my goal for Cecil based off of what Cecil told me. Yep. So. I'm gonna hold you accountable, and 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 that's and, and if you want to be held accountable, good things are gonna happen. If you don't want to be held accountable, you're gonna make excuses for why things aren't happening. And uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be part of that kind of failure. Yep. Cool. So uh, at the end of the pod, we 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 got a topic. It's called coming in hot. So yeah, Lim. It could be anything. It'd be funny. It could be political. It could be about you know working out. But Lim. It is time to come in hot. What you got, Lim? Let me, what's up with it? <laughs> Go ahead, man. It's your topic. What do you want to come hey, in hot on? Hey, so so my, my thing is coming in hot, man. I, I, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, we we got to stop making excuses in this world, man. We got we got to stop making excuses in this world, man. And that's that's in regards to everything that we're doing, man. I'm, you know, uh, we in, we in some rough times right now. We're in some rough times. People don't care about people uh, like I think they should. Um, I think people just got I, – I don't think people's hearts are in the right spots right now. You know, and I think um, I think right now we got to be real with ourselves. And I'm not going to get on here and tell people what they need to do and what they don't need to do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to look yourself in the mirror right now during these times. You got to ask yourself, are you doing what you need to do to inspire people? Uh, to motivate people and to take people to the next level. And if, and if it's kind of like, I, I, I kind of am, then you're not doing enough, man. You're not doing enough. And uh, it, the only way things are going to work and things are going to get better, especially I think in our own community um, is, is by doing that on a mm-hmm. consistent basis with each other and in uh, doing it in a way to, man, we're not, we're not jealous of nobody. Uh, we got to inspire each other. Um, there's enough to go around. Um, and, and you just got to keep uplifting and, and you got to surround yourself with the right people that's on that same page. And, uh, because I think, I think what's happening is, is a lot of people are wanting to surround themselves with the people that aren't helping them move forward. And, uh, and, uh, and if, if you're going to keep doing that, you definitely going to have, you're going to have a, you're going to have a problem with the people that's really doing it the right way. It's just, you guys aren't going to have anything in common. You're not going to talk the same language. Yep. And, uh, I want to talk the same language as the people doing the right things. I want to be on the same page with them. Um, so, so because that's the only way I'm going to grow. That's the only way people around me going to grow. And, uh, and man, we got, we got, we, we can't be, we can't be, we can't be ashamed of, of, of our, our successes and our failures. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's the thing right now. And, and you're going to take some L's. Yeah. We're going to take some L's, man. But as long as you're getting more W's and L's, I think, uh, I think it's a good thing. And that's moving in the right track. 
So that's me coming in hot, baby. That was hot, Liam. That was hot. It's real. Yeah. It's real, no, that's baby. real shit. And, you know, we still got a couple things we need to fucking get back on. I know yep. uh, these two years we, you know, you, you was trying to save a business. I was trying to save a business. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, like. I'm always here, you know what I mean? Like, no doubt. But, but you know, I still got all the notes that we we was talking about. So yeah. whenever you get yeah. time, you know, you already, uh, you already know, you yeah. already know we talk, man. We, we, we talked yeah. about a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. So I knew from day one, man, I knew from day one, you told me all your ideas and stuff that you was going to do. I knew, you know, we knew it was going to be a struggle. Yeah. We knew, Hey, it's a struggle even when we win it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so I tell people it's a struggle even when we, when we win it or what it looks like on the good side. Mm-hmm. So, it's a constant thing, man. But you keep plugging. Yes. You're doing some good things, man. You're Thank doing you. it the right way. Thank you. Um, you staying consistent with it, and don't let up on this. Thank you. You feel me? Yeah. Because right. it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna crack. Nah, it's gonna crack right, when it crack. It's gonna, <laughs> when it's cracking, and when it crack, you're gonna be really coming in hot. Hey, man. You know that's what it's all about. Just getting up on here every Monday is another therapy session. It's my second therapy yeah. session of the day. This podcast. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, plug yeah. all your shit, Lim. Man, I, uh, I, you know, I'm on Twitter, man, but I don't use Twitter so much, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just talk about our, our address, two zero nine Commerce Circle, um, Suite four hundred, Sacramento, California. The zip on that is nine five eight one five. Our phone number is area code nine one six five eight zero zero six five eight nine one six five. What did I say? Yeah, five five zero zero eight five six. And uh, our website is www.game-fit.com. My Instagram is at GameFitSack. You know where to find me, man. Yeah, you I already know. know what it is. Hey, I know where you're at. Hey, I, I need one more favor from you. Well, what's up with it? I need a let's get it, baby. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> My man. You already know what it is. Hey, so, hey, click subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Coming in hot with Chef Cease. Holler at me if you need any personal questions answered. At Chef Cease. If you want those delicious mouthwater and chicken sandwiches, www.nationproper.com at nationproper at nationproper.eg on all social media handles at coming in hot on all social media handles. I see you next week. Thanks to Lim of Game Fit. Hey, tell Cole to stop ducking me. I got tell him, his man. ass to stop ducking me. <laughs> hey, I got you, man. I got you, big dog. Hey, thanks so much, Lim. I'll hey, holler hey, at you, baby. Hey, he yes. Does, he ducking me, too. <laughs> oh, all right, baby. Uh, I'll holler uh, at you. No doubt, baby. <laughs>